Broadcasting to millions from WebmasterRadio.fm's world headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Welcome to Rainmaker. Rainmaker. Hosted by the founders of Webmaster Radio, Darren Pabin, also known as Essie Guru, and his beautiful co-host, Brandy Shapiro-Babin. Brandy. From their persistent work ethic to their personal accomplishments, Darren and Brandy bring you candid, no-holds-barred interviews and commentary with guests that exhibit inspiration, dedication to their craft, and leave an indelible mark on their path to success. And now, Webmaster Radio presents a program that is truly the destination for education and entertainment. This is Rainmaker. Well, that's right, everybody. I want to welcome you to this Thursday, February the 26th, 2009 edition of Rainmaker. And, of course, we are in the studio back home, and it's been uh, been a tremendous day. Uh, uh, Of course, joined by my beautiful partner, Brandi Shapiro-Babin. And thank goodness we're on radio, so no one can actually validate that. I, I mean... You know, it, it, it truly is. It's a, it's a very, very big day today, and, and kind of, kind of apropos. Um, you know, kind of uh, the the timing here with our guest, I think, is is very, very appropriate. Um, you know, for those of you who are uh, listening to this now and uh, lo- watching Webmaster Radio, DNS is rolling as we speak um, around the world, and we are populating our new website with all new functionality and um, a ton of uh, usability that you guys asked for. And um, believe it or not, tonight we're going to talk about some of this stuff and we're going to dive in head first. And uh, so as as you watch, as, as, as we go through the show... Uh, keep refreshing your browser. Clear your cache. It's uh, it's an exciting uh, it's an exciting change coming. Absolutely, because we're all about you know. Hopefully, this this network is for you and by you to make sure that you meet and exceed your goals with your business. So uh, so without further ado, I think we've got as Darren mentioned, very apropos, um, a very apropos. Um, guest this evening is Jeff Ramsey, who is co-founder and CEO of eMarketer, um, one of the internet's most exciting digital marketing visionaries. He's a, C- well, he's obviously a CEO and founder of eMarketer, and he is on the cutting edge of new research, statistics, trends, and best practices covering every aspect of marketing in the digital age. Uh, my goodness, he's been quoted in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes, CNN, Business Week, Business 2.0, and Advertising Age. Has a tremendous background and will speaks just about at every digital marketing conference that you can imagine. It's a, it's a, the list is a mile long. We won't bore you with that anymore because you've probably seen him, and if you haven't, you've had your head buried in the sand somewhere. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome the co-founder and CEO of eMarketer, Jeff Ramsey. How are you, Jeff? I'm terrific, and it's glad to be virtually here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I must say, you, you have had your hands in a lot of stuff uh, over the course of your, your digital ca- career. Uh, where, where did you start before your digital career? Before my digital career? It depends on how far back we want to go. <laughs> I think it all started when I was a professional magician. 
Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, when I was uh, 12 years old, I had my first professional magic show, which, is, which means that I uh, charged 25 cents for every kid in the neighborhood to come in and nice. see uh, Jeff Ramsey present magic. I'm not sure that they got good uh, uh, value for the money back then, <laughs> but since then I, I honed my, uh, my speaking abilities, and then by the age of 15, I was a professional magician uh, doing magic shows for you know the usual Cub Scouts and birthday parties, but also some uh, civic centers, community centers, Lions Club, and, you know, and, and then I ended up specializing in close-up magic working in restaurants. Wow. Oh, that's so cool. All right, so how did you find your love and passion at such a young age for magic? Uh, I was a geeky kid who, uh, we didn't have technology back then. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to date myself. Uh, you, do something, you know, right? computers were not on the scene, let me put it this way, <laughs> when I was a kid of uh, 12 years old. That didn't happen until I graduated college. Uh, but uh, I, I just buried myself in books in the library uh, about magic. And what the, the, the interesting story that unraveled was I found out that I wasn't really an introvert, that I, I'm actually a closet extrovert. A closet uh, extrovert. Now, a now. closet extrovert, which means that I thought I was an introvert, but then as soon as I did some magic in front of people uh-huh. at the 12 years old in my living room, I realized, oh, I really dig this stuff. Wow. I actually like being up on stage and having people pay attention to me. Good for you. So that's kind of the beginning of uh, the stage presence, which I've leveraged heavily in my role as uh, CEO of uh, eMarketer, running around the country and, and, uh, and the world, really, uh, presenting on stage. It just comes very naturally to me based on, you know, those, those old days. That's interesting. You know, w- um, random fact that you can make an introvert into an extrovert, but you can't make an extrovert into an introvert. I think that's true. It is. Yes. It absolutely yes. is. So now what was your special, um, like, what's your, what would you call it, your, your magic trick, your signature magic trick? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's, there a, there's a trick that's been done, uh, had been done to Winston Churchill uh, <laughs> by a very famous magician who I can't remember his name. That just shows you how much we pay attention to magicians these days. <laughs> um, but he did this trick for Winston Churchill where... He gave Winston Churchill uh, a pack of cards and basically told him to lay the cards out red or black with the face, faces uh, down so he could not see the cards. And when Winston Churchill laid all the cards out, it turns out that the red cards were in one pile and the black cards were in another pile. And he, he being Winston Churchill, could demand that the magician do it seven times, but he never figured it out, and he was a pretty smart guy. Wow. And that's, that's one of my favorite tricks as well. That's wow. awesome. Can you saw me in half? Because <laughs> I have a great body for two people. I'd like to actually... That's great. Yeah, tell you, if, I could, if, I, if I could saw you in half, I could saw me in half, and that would be great because I need to be in way too many places at once. Uh, Amen. World, but I haven't, haven't mastered that one yet. I, Amen. I, I got to tell you, I, I mean, I, I dabbled in it uh, some, for a little bit, and uh, I think my favorite would be uh, Copperfield's uh, Floating Rose. Yeah. 
That's uh, I think that's that's beautiful. But but but, l- but you let's, can do that, Darren. I, I can do that. I'm very impressed. I, it is. It, it, it's it's of course you know it and it's always fun you know th- that sort of thing. But I, I would agree. You know, uh, uh, being um, you know having to have some stage presence um, makes it a natural transition in uh, in this type of a marketplace. Uh, because it 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 really does take uh, an an extrovert, and and but, but you know what? It also takes an introvert, and and let me let me let me mm-hmm. explain that. Okay. Uh, I I I guess you have to look as as far back as you can to figure out when did you first get interested in research? Because eMarketer is about research. We look at. 3,000 different sources, and we try to figure out what's really going on with, you know, online marketing today based on looking at all this disparate data, which often conflicts. Um, but back then, you know, and, and researchers, uh, I'm going to really tee off my, my whole research team, tend to be pretty introverted. They like to cubby themselves up in a cave and yep. look at a lot of data or Cave information yeah. and you know it's like librarians that's in true fact, many of them have librarian de- degrees <laughs> and so you need that to be able to study and analyze all the content that's mm-hmm. true and what, what was interesting is when i'm 15 years old and my voice is only maybe just beginning to change so <laughs> you know self-confession here um and i was uh, what I was trying to do was go to restaurant managers uh, and convince them that this 15-year-old kid is going to walk around and do magic at, at the tables of, of your, you know, your patrons, and that's going to build business for you. And the way I did it was that I did a bunch of cold calling. I got an initial meeting because I talked all about this is going to you know, increase loyalty for your, your customer base, and it's going to make people come back and tell their friends and so on. But you know what? You have to have some proof. You have to have some data that supports that. Sure. So what I did was I walked into the restaurateur's uh, office after, after having cold called him on, on the telephone, and he's looking at me going, this is a 15-year-old kid in a suit. What the heck have I... <laughs> what am I wasting my time here? Uh, let's get this over with. And so I would demonstrate some magic. But then I, I throw the proposition on the table. I said, look, I know that this sounds like a wacky idea, but I really do believe that this is going to work. And here's what I'm going to do. You're going to pay me only if, uh, at the end of the evening uh, in your restaurant, you're going to only pay me if the feedback that you get is phenomenal. Good is that a, is that a good uh, low deal? Risk, there low you risk, low risk, yeah. low risk, high reward. Right. Absolutely, yeah, right, exactly. So I put the risk on my end mostly, mm-hmm. and uh, what I did was, you know, this is back in the the seventies. Uh, again, to date myself, so I had a mimeographed copy of three sets of questions, and these are just a, it's a little strip of paper with three questions on it. That after doing magic at your table, and the way this would work is that I would walk up to your uh, table. Your, let's say you're courting couple, your family, and you're eating dinner. And then you order your food. I'd always time it for that. And you're sitting there waiting, and maybe you have something to talk about, maybe you don't. So I walk up to your table, and I say, look, the proprietor is offering free magic for people who would like to partake in that. Would you like to have a free magic show? No obligation, whatever. And <laughs> nine times out of ten or more, people would say, absolutely. If mm-hmm. I don't have to pay anything for it, right. I'll, I'll take it. Entertain and then me. after I did mm-hmm. the magic... I handed out this little questionnaire, 
my first market research project. And what it said was, did you enjoy having the magician at your table, scale one to ten? Then uh, what did you particularly like about it? And uh, would this encourage you to come back to the restaurant? You know, the loyalty factor. Mm -hmm. And number three, would this encourage you to uh, suggest this restaurant to other people, your friends, etc. And usually there would be, and there's a little comment section, there'd be raving reviews and so on. And I'd simply pile those all up at the end of the evening and hand them to the, to the uh, restaurant owner and say, here you go. And he'd look at that and go, oh my gosh, you know, here's your pay, uh, which back then was a, a very tidy sum of money. I would make more than most folks were making at McDonald's an entire week and it was tax-free. And it was two hours of enjoyment for me because I actually enjoy presenting. Follow your passion. Uh, so basically, it was my first market research project, and that's what helped me to get to where I am today. And you know what? I've, I've never actually heard someone's story where, the, where the, 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 the points between A and B are so straight. Uh, mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. But you'd think I'd predicted all that or that I had planned, and, and that the rest of the, the next 25 years was this hazy fog of other things. (laughs) It's just that retrospectively you look back and you go, oh, that kind of makes sense. Well, you know what? We're we're, we're going to grab that clock and we're going to wind it forward just a little bit. But before we do that, we're going to step off, take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how uh, how you shifted gears a little bit uh, in 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 these later years in the digital uh, digital arena? Stay with yeah. us, folks. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Rainmaker after this. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com, how does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts. Because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit taxbrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. Taxbrain.com, America's online tax service. Oh, wise master, I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on topnichenetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on topnichenetworks.com, specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management. Topnichenetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. Topnichenetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. TopNicheNetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. 
Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Or what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Flashback, November 16th, 2004. The beginning of WebmasterRadio.fm and its immediate impact on the Internet business world. Today, WebmasterRadio.fm has become one of the fastest growing Internet media outlets on the planet. Our trade show coverage is second to none. We have brought you speeches and interviews from the most influential names in search, affiliate marketing, and public relations. Eric Schmidt, Andrew Hank, John Battelle, Keith Ferrer, Jim Lanza, Jason Calcanis, and that's just the beginning. Trade show coverage on demand now at webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Now back to Rainmaker, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Well, that's right, everybody. I want to welcome you back to this Thursday, February the 26th, 2009 edition of Rainmaker. Of course, I'm joined with my beautiful partner and co-host, Randy Shapiro-Babin. And, of course, joining us tonight, and I know we're not... I, we're not even scratching the surface before we get done with this because I, I've got these these stacks of of what appears to be some truly amazing and insightful data um, that that just cannot be overlooked. And we're joined by the co-founder and CEO of eMarketer, Jeff Ramsey. Jeff, welcome back. Thanks. Um, you know, but you know what, Jeff? I'm jumping in. I'm sorry. We're we're, we're going to talk. E-marketer is so very important in the marketplace, especially um, where what the climate is with the economy today. People need to be smart and people need to be informed. And I think that's you know one of the strongest value propositions that I believe you bring to the table. Is there something wrong with the economy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh that. Oh that. That yeah. thing. The mm-hmm. R word. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which, which personally, I, I do not use in my personal vocabulary. I do not. I do not believe in negative self fulfilling prophecies. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I've been out in the speaking circuit talking about that. We can. We can all just go into a black hole and forget about it, or we can start looking for opportunities and finding the light at Absolutely. the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. And, and you know what? I do believe, and we're getting off topic, but what the heck? Um, but I do believe those companies that stand strong now. And don't do a quote, because you hear so many people saying, wait and see, but stand strong now. Those are the companies that are going to con- you know, continue to instill confidence in yep. the consumer. And they're also the companies that are going to get market dominance where potentially like eight months ago, they weren't even a blip on the radar. But, but let me, can I paint a picture? Please. Paint, paint. Yeah. paint. You know what? I, I'm a runner, and uh, other people follow like the Tour de France and so on, and the bicyclists. And everybody knows that does anything like that. When you get to the hill, when you get to the steep hill, mm-hmm. and you're trudging up that hill, that is precisely where leadership changes hands. That's where 
some of the biggest opportunities lie, particularly for entrepreneurial companies and so on, to overtake, to take advantage of mm-hmm. what's going on. And that's what we're doing. We're doubling down as an example on our product right now because we, we see an opportunity to, you know, while everybody else is stopping, waiting and seeing mm-hmm. and retrenching and cutting back and pulling back in this way and that way, we want to be trudging up that hill it may be slower. We go as fast as we can, but we're, we're smart and we move fast. And forward and motion. And we get up that, over that hill, and guess what? On the other side, we are propelled, rocket-boosted forward because all of a sudden we've taken advantage of, uh, of a negative situation, and so few people choose to do that. Absolutely. And you know what? Uh, exactly. It's all about opportunity and being able to see the you know, There's always two sides of a coin. Yep. Or, or the glass is half empty or the glass is half full. The yin and the yang, you could go on. Absolutely. So listen, but this is what I, I'm so intrigued because we love hearing people's personal stories because I think it inspires everyone that everyone's personal journey is different. And um, Absolutely. Right? And, and it, so let me ask you. Are, uh, yeah. So, so magic. I, I, how did you transition... You know what? How, what's the natural progression there, right? Because you you yeah. obviously had had a course, you, you know that you you began down a, a path, and we know where you are now. But but I, I think I think I think we, we lost, lost him. him. <laughs> well, we, we're 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 gonna get Brasco's gonna get it back on for us. That's funny. He's like, no magic for you mm, people. Yeah, that's right. Magic guy, <laughs> I, I will disappear for you right now. You know, it's so funny. I was sitting here thinking, you know, because on, on his, um, I'll ask him when he gets back on, because <laughs> I have a funny question to ask. Um, so anyway, you're looking particularly handsome in your very dark glasses this evening. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I could I could thank uh, our, our our lovely friend. Uh, I, I won't mention. No, no, do not I won't mention. mention. But I won't we will mention. mention it's Chris Elwell's birthday today. Happy birthday, from Chris From Third Door Media. It is, it is Chris's birthday. And we're not going to say how old he is, but he looks really good. That's, so that's right. So happy, happy birthday, Chris. That's right. I it, call him Chrissy. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it, 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 and it, it was it was definitely a great uh, it was a great SMX out there. We had a we had a fun time. The uh, the Hyatt just bent, bent over backwards. I still have to talk about some of my experiences with the Hyatt. Hello, I'm back. Hey, back. there we go. Hey, now that was I don't a, know what happened. That was technological th- snafu of sorts. That, you that, know what? Hey, ma- magic you're, tricks you're just showing off. <laughs> now you're showing off with your magic tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I was disappeared. Now I'm back. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, so what? What? What was your? What was the next natural step for you? Because you, sure. you, you, you that's know, a great question. Yeah. Uh, so, I I went to school, went to NYU, and uh, I had to pick a profession. And somehow, magic just you know at NYU just didn't seem to fit. So I chose a business kind of uh, orientation. Ended up picking advertising. Uh, as my profession of choice, partly because it involved human psychology, which I was fascinated with, mm-hmm. hence the, the magic angle. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a market research component, which I was intrigued with. Absolutely. Again, it yeah, relates it back to the psychology, to which yep. I think is, is huge in business. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I wanted to be, uh, you know, creating. Uh, magic is a lot about creating stuff uh, and 
looking at things from different angles and so on and, and, and advertising just seemed to be the best fit and it was a business. So that's what I got into and I worked for 17 years on Madison Avenue, uh, literally sometimes on Madison Avenue, uh, at various uh, large ad agencies and uh, got a very good uh, understanding of how businesses run uh, because when you work for ad agencies, you often work for different clients with very, very different uh, customer sets, different products, and it's just a great smorgasbord of what happens in business. Absolutely. How did you like me? Because you worked for several of, you know, the most prestigious agencies out there. I mean, you were at Ogilvy. Some of them still exist. (laughs) You know, the the ad agencies go through a lot of mergers and acquisitions and so on, and I went through enough to, to, uh, you know, teach me about what what happens with that. But, uh, yeah, I went through a lot of different ad agencies, and some were better than others. Uh, but uh, what was interesting is that I was an account person. And an account person or uh, account director, account manager, whatever you want to call them, they have this kind of quirky job where you're on a plane and somebody says, oh, so you work for an ad agency. Do you create the ads? Uh, and you have to yeah. go, no, 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 that's the creative department. They do that stuff. Oh, oh, so you must, uh, you must, like, write the words for the ads or the, you know, you draw the pictures or whatever. No, 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 that's some other folks. Uh, <laughs> oh, then, then, then you must decide where the, where the, where the, ads, the ads go, like on television and which shows and so on. I go, no, 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 we've got a media department that does that. And then you say, oh, then you understand the, the psychology of, uh, uh, what, you know, what, what consumers are going to react to and what, the, what they're interested in. Oh, no, no, we have a research department that does that. So what the heck do you do? And you, and you have to sit there and say, um, I make people happy. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of pull it all together and, you know, you come up with some lame kind of thing. But, but basically, every account person, this is my own personal mm-hmm. idea, it really is a closet something else. You, what is it that, that, particularly turns you on and for a lot of account people it's creative for some it's media for some it's it's pure business Mm -hmm. i just love the marketing i like being you know on the working with a client for me i was a kind of a geek and i i liked research and what would happen at at ad agencies is we'd be working with a client and some new piece of research would come out and it would often be a 350 page report from mckinsey or you know whatever and i people learned that you know, you just throw that, that big bone to, to Jeff, and he'd suck on it for a, a, a chunk of time, and he'd come back with a, a, some insights. And that's kind of the beginning of the, the realization that I like looking at a lot of data, a ton of data from different sources, actually, and then trying to figure out what does it all mean? Where are the dots connected? Where's the convergence? And what are the implications for for you know the the business user that's looking at this information. So can you give us cuz I think this is so interesting because I think people have a really hard time at being able to look at, you know, all the various publics, all the various climates, everything that has an impact on how to differentiate a product or service. So how how did you how were you, how or at least back then were you able to aggregate all of this information to tell the story to the client to well, help impact I'll tell them. a story. I'm not sure if it's quite answering your question, but 
I'm, I can't even remember how it happened, but I remember I was working on a, a, a I think it's okay to say this, uh, if I can name a, 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 the product I was working on. It was Maxwell House Coffee for oh. Kraft General Foods. And uh, we were noticing that uh, coffee consumption was going down. This is back in the mid-'80s, I guess, uh, late-'80s, I guess. Yeah, this is before Starbucks came on and showed us all that it wasn't that we weren't weren't about drinking less coffee it was about we wanted better coffee uh, <laughs> if you will but I was working on a project to try to find out if advertising actually really drives sales this is a question that is you know it's for time immemorial we've always questioned you know when I spend money on advertising do I actually get anything out of it and I came up with this idea to look at some uh, a whole bunch of data uh, coming from different sources to try to, fig- to try to answer that very question. And in this case, what we had was a perfect storm where, uh, in this case, Kraft General Foods had, for a couple of periods of time, cut back on their advertising. Mm-hmm. You know, this is very germane to what we're talking about right now with, mm-hmm. the, re- with the recession, where a lot of marketers, in fact, I can quote a statistic right now that uh, according to the ANA, the Association of National Advertisers, 77% of big advertisers, uh, you know, the members of the ANA are, are t- tend to be the big heavy hitters, cut back on their uh, spending, or are cutting back on their spending. So it's a huge, wow. you know, retrenchment. And in fact, that's borne out by a number of other surveys that show 70% or 75% are cutting back. So that's, everybody's just taking that for granted that you're cutting back. What we did, when, well, what I did when I looked at all this data with Maxwell House was that they had been spending behind the brand in all of their districts for a certain period of time. Then they cut back. Then they restored spending again. And then they cut back, and then they restored spending again. So we had all these periods to look at. And what I did was I took all the data. And this is, this is really where the hard work comes in. You have to just assiduously look at the data. Look at all of the sales data. See where, and, and line it up for every single district they had. They had like 24 different districts that they were looking at. Then you look at all of the advertising uh, uh, dollars that were spent. And you line these figures up, so you're lining up when they spent adver- on advertising, when they cut advertising, and when they resumed advertising. And then you look at the residual effect, and there's a lag effect. You know, you cut right. back on advertising. Right. It takes a while for the sales to go down, but sure. then they go down. Absolutely. And what I, what I did with this document, which took me three months and, like, working till you know, 10 o'clock at night every night for seven days a week, uh, I came up with this document that proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that advertising drove sales when you cut advertising you cut sales and and uh when this document it was interesting because when the document went all the way up to the very top of the organization uh to the ad agency uh the top guy uh sent a note back and eventually came back to me he wrote on the on the document itself that i had created get this guy a mac (laughs) <laughs> which, is, which is story number or lesson number one if you're going to present data make sure you make it interesting Pretty. and yeah. colorful and, and in graphic form that's great I, like the end I of had that. a billion tables that my secretary at the time had typed out and it was so boring to read that uh, you know it, it wasn't it didn't have the same you know impact uh, yeah. impact uh, 
So thank you for, for giving me that kind of backhanded compliment. But uh, yeah, right? the point is <laughs> that you don't cut back in a, in, a, in a down market. Number two is make sure that if when you're presenting your argument, you need to have charts and graphs and so on, and you need data to support your argument. And this is one of the reasons, in fact, that, that eMarketer was created, is that we don't do market research ourselves. What we do is we look at everybody else's data we transparently show that so you can see what everybody's saying, and then we put our own spin on the top of it. This helps you make decisions, but it also shows you everybody's data point. And we all know that in business, how do we use statistics? Why do we use statistics? That, that fundamental question needs to be asked. A lot of people say, oh, why do we use statistics in business? It's because we want to understand where the market's going. We want to get an aggregate picture of what's happening. Yeah, kind of, sort of, that is the case. But the bigger reason is that we use statistics in business to uh, essentially support our case. Mm -hmm. To convince others that what we were already planning to do, your boss, your client, whoever it right. is, is that viable. indeed this is mm -hmm. the right way to go. See? A absolutely. absolutely. These companies say, or these research companies say, look at the data, this, is, this supports my cause. And that's kind of where we were all born out of. Uh, uh, so what I learned in, in advertising is that data is very important and that you need to express it graphically. Absolutely. I, that makes a ton of sense, and that gives people also confidence mm. in making decisions. And particularly today, we need mm -hmm. all the confidence from data we can get. Absolutely. And, and I got to say, we, we've we've scratched the surface. And You're we, not, I'm not getting we, off the we, air. We, I like Jeff. I, I know, We're just getting but, started. But, but he's got more stories to tell. I've, I, I, I want to hear what he has producer, to say. He looks like he's landing yeah. an airplane, you know? And, and we don't so. have enough room in here to land an airplane. <laughs> Jeff, I've got Maybe to, a helicopter. I've got to invite you back because we really we, we should dive deeper oh, we're just getting into it, the thick of it. Absolutely. Now. There's so much more because uh, I'm feeling ripped off. Uh, Jeff, are you feeling ripped <laughs> off? I don't know. I just feel like slightly cheated somehow. I, I, I don't know. know. I know. I know. Maybe it's just me. I, no, I've, it's me too. I the, feel like we're get we're just getting to the, you know. Uh, uh, it was been such a great. I love your story. The, You're uh, so engaging. Well, and, and the thing is is this the, the you know, the background, your background story makes so much sense in regards to you know what I'm looking at, and 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 for those of you who are listening to this, whether live or or on podcast, uh, on demand, I, I, I'm looking at uh, stacks of data that that eMarketer has has gathered and aggregated um, to help people make good, solid, sound business decisions. And it's easy to read, and it's really pretty too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I learned that lesson. Someone got a back. <laughs> but but really, um, Jeff, we've got to have you back so we can definitely dive into exactly what what kind of report reports that you guys generate. Um, you know the, the 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 types of information that you provide, so people can make you know. I'd also the like to help people understand how to look at data. Absolutely. And to interpret, interpret it and not get overwhelmed by it. Well, and you know what? I think, A, that's, that's an big. excellent that's point. Big. B, I think, too, you know, if you don't mind, I'd love when, when you do come back is to really talk, too, about how, how to interpret something specific for your organization. And, yes. and understanding, because I think people get, you know, 
um, confused with the fact that like they have many populations that are internal to their own company and all mm-hmm. need to tie together and I you know and I think what you offer allows people to do that but I agree with you it can be overwhelming and if you look at it the way that it's meant to be looked at it'll be very easy to consume absolutely yep. absolutely and, and there's a key word here and I'll just drop off with this which is look for convergence I love oh, that. Oh, can I tell you? I love that. That's my, my second favorite C word. <laughs> I yeah. love that. We're hitting on a lot of key words tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, truly, I love it. You're, 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 you're talking my talk. You're walking my walk. I don't know if I'd be biking along, you know, that far with you. Cause I'd, I'd you like just to... have to bike fast and up the hill. There you yeah, go. I, I can make it up the hill. There you go. And then I can coast beautifully into that vista. Okay, Jeff Ramsey, thank you so much for being our featured Obviously, guest. Obviously, coming back soon so we can dive into this deeper. Thanks so much, Jeff, for taking the time tonight. My pleasure. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. I gotta say that you know what what a what an interesting story. We always we, we always seem to get some really interesting stories. I mean, a magician. Um, That's cool. I love the traverse the, the way he traversed into this business. That's my word, traverse. I don't go there. No, but you know what I think? I love hearing because... You... I, I, hold on. Let's do this. Let, it, w- we need to do a proper wrap, but before we do that, Brasco, he's, 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 he is trying to land a plane. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and do a wrap. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Sit tight and don't move. Rainmaker. We'll be back after this short break. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. From Fort Lauderdale, Florida. WebmasterRadio.fm. A service of new gen broadcasting. We're everywhere. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with ReferBack.com. They've shown me how to... ReferBack.com show me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. ReferBack gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit ReferBack.com. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to Rainmaker, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. That's right, everybody. We are back following uh, our interview with CEO and co-founder of eMarketer, Jeff Ramsey. Uh, what a, a, just, just a great story there. And um, I thought that we would, would take a few minutes just to kind of wrap up the show, of course, uh, as we led in with, uh, with, with a lot of changes coming down with, uh, with our, our site. And uh, we're very excited about it. Absolutely, because we're all about, you know, 
I can't, I cannot express this enough. You know, we listen to you. You listen to us. We listen to you. <laughs> and it's always about the user experience. And uh, so we're making some changes here. Uh, I think that the the usability will be a little bit different. Always trying to be forward thinking. And um, I mean, hey, kids. We're the originals, so we got to stay ahead of the pack. Yeah, we've right? been we've been around here doing this for a while, and uh, we're we're gonna keep on keep on doing and it. And big kudos, big kudos to the staff here, Absolutely. because they are so committed and so passionate and so loyal to work hard and always looking at the best solutions and the best way to create. You know. Um, yeah. to make things happen. Everybody we, has, 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 has done an amazing job, really. 100%. Um, but yeah, I love, you know what, I, I love every week being able to speak to big industry luminaries and being able to hear like, you know, how they got where they are. You know, no one's had an easy path. Everyone, everyone has pitfalls. Everyone stumbles. Yep. Um, you know, and to find the connection between, you know, it's interesting, like he said, psychology, I went to school for psychology, you know, how you end up, we, you know, no one ever starts off saying, I think I'm going to be a, you know, five-year-old, I'm going to be a researcher, right? But it's interesting to see the path that they take and the things that allow you to find, like, what your passion in life is. Right. And it's, it's great to hear, like, you uh, uh, know just, who you are. Yeah. Very cool story. Yeah. Very cool story. And, and again, uh, we're 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 gonna we're gonna continue that story and uh, g- actually dive into the real meat uh, of you the know bone? Uh, uh, <laughs> the bone there. The bone. <laughs> we're gonna suck on that bone, as Jeff Ramsey's put it. Uh, which is, I gotta tell you, there's some stock here in yeah. in this bone. I'm I'm looking at. Uh, at, at three very large reports here, and I got to tell you, I know I know that what 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 they provide is is truly invaluable. I, I'm I'm looking at uh, the podcast advertising report right now, and yeah, love loving the looks of it, loving you know? every minute gotta of it. Gotta love it, you know. Um, okay, so next week our guest, well, actually, so when we have Jeff Ramsey back, I'm going to ask him for a special request. It'll benefit everybody. Very good. If he has the ability to like saw me in half, no, we're not going. There. So I can be two places at one and have a kick-ass body that would rock. Yeah, um, have that. Next week, we have Borja Perez. Borja. Borja. Borja is back. Yeah. Um, he's a VP over at Telemundo. We've, NBC. Had, we've had Borja here before, haven't we? Uh, on the we interviewed him at AdTech. AdTech. Yeah, we've interviewed him at AdTech. Ad That's right. Great guy. Great guy. As a matter of fact, the very funny thing is he he came running up to us at the last ad tech and he said, you guys, I, I he goes, I've never laughed so hard in my life. A bunch of his friends and, and, and colleagues in, in Latin America and Spain who didn't realize he spoke English <laughs> listened to his, you know, found the interview because we are everywhere. Thank God. And uh, and he was like, oh, my God, I've never gotten so so many people responding to an interview that I did and he said and the funniest part was that most people didn't realize that I spoke English <laughs> which was pretty funny <laughs> that's hysterical so he'll be the featured guest next week and, and he's a great guy so we're looking forward to that there you go there you go and to everybody in the chat room and those of you listening live and uh, podcast we ask uh, for you to keep your eyes peeled to webmasterradio.fm Please give us your feedback. Uh, feel free if you want to drop me an email directly. You're more than welcome. Please send that to Darren at webmasterradio.fm. That's D-A-R-O-N at webmasterradio.fm. 
Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. Good thing is, Webmaster Radio is free once again to the listening audience. As it should always be. Folks, Yay. thanks for listening. Tell your friends. We're going to see you again next week right here for another edition of Rainmaker. Have a great night, everyone.